Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Welcome to another episode of Ramble with Russell Shore 443 of my podcast, the home of intelligent rambling right here on the Talk Shoe Network, a terrific show lined up for you today. And start things off by going to the world of Walt Disney, where it's a Walt Disney short films collection, courtesy of Walt Disney Pictures, where we look at the many animated shorts that Disney has done. Let me go from the wonderful world of Disney to the wonderful world of guns if you will, the long-awaited third season of Cinemax uh, Strike Back Season 3, courtesy of HBO Home Video, where it, it the world ain't saving itself, or not saving itself, and it certainly isn't in this third season. Then we go from Guns and Violence to Gods and Monsters, with the latest release from the great folks at Warner Brothers Home video, it is Justice League Gods and Monsters on Blu-ray and DVD from the mind of Bruce Tim. And then we go from a, a different look of Batman to uh, another look at the Cape Crusader, this time in the world of the Arkham Universe, courtesy of DK Publishing. It is Batman Arkham Universe, the ultimate visual guide by Matthew K. Manning, courtesy of the great folks at DK Publishing. That's all on this heroic episode of Rambo with Russell. So I'm going to take a little musical interlude and write up the first review of the show. first Blu-ray review plus episode is Walt Disney Short Films Collection. Now, this is the first time these short films have been put together in one package, if you will, for the first time. In this 12 featurette, or 12 short films, you get get classics like John Henry, Lorenzo, The Little Match Girl, How to Hook Up Your Home Theater, Tick-Tock Tale, try that five times fast, Prepper Landing, Operation Secret Santa, The Ballad of Nessie, Tangled Ever After, Paper Man, Get a Horse, Feast, and the new one to this collection, Frozen Fever. Now, one of the things that Disney has tried to kind of make a comeback has been the short films. You often see these tagged on with a lot of their new releases and a lot of the video releases, too. So Disney is trying to get back into the short film market. Back in the day, when when movie theaters were just kind of young, shorts were were kind of the, the norm for a lot of movie theaters. But we've kind of gone away from that, and Disney is trying to bring that back. Now, many of these shorts you've gotten before because they've been included on various video releases. Now, one of the things that's always kind of impressed me about the Disney shorts, many of these shorts do not have dialogue. They are simply... 
images to music. And and some of them are done really well that way. I mean, it really impresses me how much can be done without any dialogue. There are there are quite a few in this collection that that just there are no spoken lines. It's all just imagery. The the animation ranges from typical cell drawn stuff right up into good old classic CGI goodness. So there is a wide variety of here. Uh, you know, and you, you get some really odd tales like John Henry and, and Lorenzo. And then you get, you know, your more traditional fairy tale stuff like Frozen Fever and Tangled Ever After, after that kind of stuff. So there there is a wide variety of of material to it. What they've done in this collection, too, is that you can either play the shorts individually or you can get a little animated kind of... or uh, you get a little in- intro to each of the animated features. Kind of explaining, explaining kind of the origins of it. They're also... As an extra is is a at Disney Animation. This is a a further behind the scenes look at at short films and some of the films are included in this collection. And that's hosted by T.J. Miller, who of course was recently the voice of Fred in Big Hero Six. So that's who's hosting that. So that's what you get in this particular collection. Now this is uh, a, a nice kind of you know uh, a grouping of stuff. Most people are going to get this because the new Frozen. Feature. The the Frozen featurette is is basically the story that, that Elsa wants to throw Anna a big birthday party. Unfortunately, she's kind of sick, and every time she sneezes, snowmen, little snowmen populate, because she's a Frozen girl. So there's that chaos. There's, there's singing into it. The, 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 uh, the producers of the John Henry one is, is the same people who did Mulan, and I suspect Hercules as well. Because the, the song in it is very Mulanish, very Hercules-ish. If you watch, you know, uh, the, the song in it is very reminiscent of that kind of style. And it's an odd little fable because it, it's about a guy who, to prove a point, kills himself. And I know that's kind of crash to say that, but it's kind of true. It's like, I will... I will prove a point and I will cost my life and make my wife a widow with a young child just so I can prove a point. Just so I can say, yo, man, I can do this. So I don't know. It's it's a weird story. I know maybe you're saying, well, Russ, you're missing the symbolism of the story and how he's fighting, you know, he's fighting the man who's trying to keep him oppressed. Okay, you know, I, I get that. But it also comes across as just a guy who sacrificing I you know sacrifices his family for his ideals so i you know go figure that um other than the rest of them that they are cute and funny and 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 yeah not not as controversial as that one it's it's really odd how they threw that one in there when this is only 12 out of disney shorts there's a few other ones they kind of left out that i don't know the top of my head but i i know i've seen a few others so the, the the selection is is interesting to say the least. The, the one I probably enjoyed the most, just for the slapstick comedy of it, was Tangled Ever After with the horse and the iguana. <laughs> that is just sight gag after sight gag after sight gag after physical comedy, and that that's probably one of the the, the just funny <laughs> ones. Uh, of them all that really goes for laughs some of them go for laughs some of them go for humor it all depends on how you look at it Uh, overall it's a neat collection the one thing that maybe could have thrown in is audio commentary by the producers 
for each of these feature ads. They're not that long, and if they got them to sit down and talk about it, why couldn't they just do audio commentary for each short? So that, that really could have added pad adds, added some padding to the extras. Uh, overall, it, it is a, a nice little collection, and and most people, of course, because uh, <laughs> they put the Frozen Girls right on the cover, and, and that doesn't surprise me. Uh, so that is my take of Disney's short film collection on Blu-ray, DVD, courtesy of the great folks at Walt Disney Home Video.
TV show on Blu-ray review for this episode is Strike Back, Season 3, courtesy of the great folks at HBO Home Video. Now, this is a show that's produced by Cinemax Entertainment and Sky in the, U- in the UK. And this Season 3 has taken a while to get to us here in North America. This, show, this season originally aired back in 2013. And for some ungodly reason, they decided that... No, we're we're gonna delay the 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 uh, this season for for two years. Now, part of it may be that the fourth season is finally airing here in North America, coming up uh, in the next month, a uh, few months or so, a few weeks or so. So, they, I guess that they wanted to make the the video release closer to when the fourth season is finally airing here, North America side. But it, it did make for a, a long wait for you, all you people on home video to get the third season. Because I said, this originally came out in 2013 in the UK. So that's kind of the story. And, and it just kind of made me wonder, too. Because for the longest time, it was like, well, season two's been out for a while. And I'm pretty sure they're still making the show. So why hasn't it hit video here in North America? And I guess that's the reason. Because it's been on video in the UK for quite some time now, but I'm not going to go all region codes and all go all that nonsense. So, so I patiently waited and I was rewarded. That strike back, of course, follows the, the, the crew of section 20 who was a, a local kind of anti-terrorist fi- crime fighting unit based out of the UK and is headed by two main men, uh, Sergeant Michael Stonebridge played by Philip Winchester and Sergeant Damien Scott played by Sullivan Stapleton. They're, they're kind of the two head guys about it now of course last season was uh season two was a big season one of the major cast members died and 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 so that was a big step now this show is one of these shows and much like a lot of cable shows where where nobody is safe you know there's maybe a few people you assume safe but but don't think that. And, and right at the start of the season, there's a long-term character from the previous seasons that ain't around anymore after the first few minutes of this season. And that kind of sets the stage for the whole 10 episodes. It's like, okay, you know, he's gone. So here we go. And, and that, that is not the only death that happens in this third season well and and in addition to deaths in the show of course we get some new characters join join which is always cool the new character of kim martinez joins made by milana jackson milana already milona jackson i hope i'm saying that name right and she she is a a kind of gets drafted into section 20 and she's a, a really good character there's some really good chemistry between her and Stonebridge. And they kind of hint at a relationship and dance around it a little bit, but nothing is really, I don't know, set in stone by the end of the season. There's a possibility maybe we'll see something in season four, but for the most part, I don't know. They they kind of dance around it, but don't commit to it. So that's the way that goes. So, So 
it's a bit of a shame, but uh, there may be a potential there. Damien Scott is Damien Scott. So, yes, in this 10-episode series, he doesn't sleep with, what, one, but two people in this show. Yeah, he, he's he's still a man-whore in, in this third season. That that doesn't change. Uh, Winchester is, is um, still kind of... Stonebridge is still kind of recovering from the death of his his wife in the, in previous seasons, so he's kind of cautious. So he's not the kind of I'll just jump into it right away like like <laughs> Damien Scott is. So you have that there. Uh, there's also um, a new character as well that gets introduced later on in the season, uh, a Russian agent. She's really good, and I I they hint at it near the end of the season. I think. Slight spoiler here. I think we'll be seeing more of her in season four. And she is yet another love interest for Damien Scott. But I like her. Her and him, they had a really good kind of banter back and forth. And and I see some more possibilities in in the future with that. So that that's kind of cool. She was introduced, you know, late in the season. And, and I think, you know, she definitely <laughs> has a future in the franchise. As always, with with this season, they they travel the globe from uh, Berlin to Moscow to you know all just fighting terrorism and and your main and you have a main terrorist in this one and and that's kind of the, the focus of it. There's a nice little plot twist near the end of it with a certain character. I'm not going to say who because I don't like spoiling things, but it's really cool and you maybe see it coming, you maybe don't. That that's totally up to you. As always, this is a very adult show. There is lots of violence. There's sex because Damien's in it. And 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 lots of swearing. So this is not a show. One of the many shows you should not be watching with your kids around because it's very adult. As always, the banter between Stonebridge and Scott is funny as ever. The, those two, you know, just are such good friends and they work so well together. And And it really is... A fun, violent show. To me, it's always kind of like 24, but 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 a more intense version of 24, if you will, without it being on network television. So another fun season. Does it help to have watched the previous two seasons to get into the third season? I'm going to say yes and no. Uh, I mean, if you come into this cold, uh, you do. I would recommend going back and seeing seasons one and two. It's only 20 episodes, and trust me, you'll get through them quickly. Uh, but I guess you already have to know if you don't have time to go through those for season three, it's just that Damien and, and Stonebridge are really close, are really good friends. Stonebridge suffered a loss in the first two seasons. He's still trying to get over it. And Damien is a man whore. So you, you, you go with that. And, and that's the kind of thing. And, and the guy at the, the start of the episode isn't a significant character. So that that's all you really need to know about it and then that's where you go for extras in this not a lot they never do put a lot in strike back you do get audio commentary by cast and crew for three out of the ten episodes including the first episode and the ninth uh so that is cool uh you do get as well the how to strike back featurettes these are nine featurettes they're really short they're only about two, three minutes each, spread across each of the three discs in this set. And it's basically you have um, you have uh, the the uh, actors, the main two actors in the show, Winchester, Philip Winchester and Sullivan Stapleton. They they kind of talk about key scenes and and key 
spots in in nine of the episodes in the season and and it's very done very tongue-in-cheek and and you can tell these two really work well together and there's a lot of humor to it but that's that's your kind of look at the behind the scenes look in it besides the commentary there's no like overall featurette how the third season was or anything of that nature uh it i i would have been nice if there had been like more audio commentary than just three but i guess they're busy so but it's a shame the other commentaries when i did listen to them are really funny and and you can tell all these cast members get along the one thing i did notice that i didn't listen to the audio commentaries both (laughs) both Philip Winchester and Sullivan Stapleton have different talking voices compared to their characters. When they do the how-tos, they're almost plain in character talking about the show. But when you hear them on the commentary, their voices are completely different. Winchester sounds American and Stapleton sounds British. I'm not joking. You go back and listen to them. That That's kind of funny, but that's how they sound. And it kind of throws you off a little bit listening to the sound, to the commentaries. Uh, you know, I, I would say, you know, a, th- a great third season. Lots of action. It, it delivers on so many levels. Lots of tension. And just a really fun show. If you haven't checked out the, the, the first two seasons, shame on you. And maybe hopefully you can still find them. And and definitely looking forward to season four. And hopefully this time around, it's not going to be a two-year gap between seasons when it comes to video. I'm hoping (laughs) the turnaround time will be a lot quicker. So that is my take of Strike Back Season 3 on Blu-ray. Courtesy of the great folks at HBO Home Entertainment. Straight to the heart, please I don't really want 
Blu-ray movie review for this episode is Justice League, Gods and Monsters, courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Video. Now, this is the latest release in the DC direct-to-video releases, and, and it takes a different slant on the Justice League, and this is very much in the, the fit of Elseworlds, or the Marvel version of What If. This is, you know, this is a, a Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman story without... Bruce Wayne, without Clark Kent, and without Diana Prince. So this is a very different take on the Justice League. As always with, with a lot of these direct-to-home video releases from DC, this it's pretty intense. And I would caution anybody with young young kids to watch it. It is very violent and and and, and they don't they don't shy away from blood. And, and semi-adult themes in it. So keep that in mind. This is, this is a really dark, dark Justice League. In this world of the Justice League, Superman is not Clark Kent because at the time of Krypton exploding, Zod comes in. And in this universe, Superman doesn't get sent to Earth as a baby. He gets sent to Earth as an embryo. And just as... As uh, Jor-El is about to impregnate the the embryo with his DNA, you know, timing is everything, buddy. Zod comes in, puts his little piece of DNA in it, so the kid get grows up actually in the spaceship and crashes to Earth, the son of Zod instead of the son of Jor-El, and of course, and 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 instead of being raised by the Kents, get raised by some Mexican kind of immigrant kind of family. So the the guy grows up completely different, and this version of Superman is ain't no is not your big Boy Scout. He is harsh. He is very to the point. He believes in justice, but he doesn't mind leaving a few bodies along the way. This time around, Superman is not Bruce Wayne. He is Kurt Langston. Now, if you know your DCU, you know that Kurt Langston was Man Bat in in the in the DC universe, and we've seen him as Man Bat in more than one occasion. And this time, Bruce Wayne isn't even in the picture. Kurt Langston um, is is still experimenting with Bat Serum, but this time around, 
he, it doesn't turn into a giant man-bat creature. It turns him into a bit of a, a vampire, in, in a way. And then he becomes Batman. So Batman in this story is a freaking vampire that's just trying to do justice. So there's your Batman. Wonder Woman this time around is not Diana Prince. She is a character called Becca. And this goes all to the new gods and Darkseid and the High Father. I always thought the new gods were kind of like DC's version of Thor and 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 Asgard, really. Kirby, I think, borrowed a lot from that without getting in trouble. Um so so Becca is is from you know is part of the is a cast off of the new gods and and it's revealed as the movie goes along what 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 sent her to earth and what made her wonder woman and there's a scene in this movie where the new gods um take down apocalypse in crew in the most violent brutal way i have ever seen they just it's like oh let, let's go sign a peace treaty we're gonna bury the hatchet and then we're gonna you know it's like we're gonna hatchet in your face and then suddenly it gets the tables get turned and it's like Holy crap, I don't think I've ever seen that before, and I'm seeing this now. So, this really is, this ain't your Papa's Justice League, and this ain't your your daddy's DCU that he's grown up with. So, this is a very different take, and this movie almost serves as a pilot for a possible justice a new justice league show because in the extras to this bruce tim and company talk that the network wanted them to do another justice league show and they went well you know we've already kind of done that and we've been there done that and we don't really want to do the same thing over again so i think this is their attempt at saying okay you want justice league we'll give you justice league but not in the way you're used to. We're going to go for this Elseworlds version of, of the characters. And that's what we're going to do. So that's it. Also, the main plot of this movie is that the Justice League is being framed by these robots. And they, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman kind of have to figure out who's doing it and why. You get a lot of other characters thrown in here. Ray Palmer has a grisly fate, as well as Silas Stone and Victor. Yeah, no cyborg in this universe. And and um, even Victor Freeze doesn't fare very well uh, in this universe. And and so you have that going. And Lex Luthor in this is almost like Professor Xavier with with with, with a you know he's he's completely different retooled as well. The voice work for this is kind of cool. They they did choose some very interesting voice actors to do this. And and it works well with these new characters. It would have sound really weird if Tim Daly was doing this version of Superman, because it's clearly this ain't no Clark Kent. As I said, it's it's a very violent movie and and I would caution some young kids on it. If you're, you know, against animated blood and, and some pretty extreme violence, I'd you know if you really want kids to watch Justice League, make, make them let them watch the old show. It's it's a lot tamer and still from the same team. For extras, uh, we do get a sneak peek into the next DC animated movie. That is the third and the recent Batman movies, where where when we've had we've had Son of Batman and Batman versus Robin, and now there's going to be a new one coming out that that is kind of a third part to that trilogy so that is on the way that looks rather cool 
And and we'll see where that goes. For exclusive on Blu-ray releases, you do get alternative realities. This is a nice little featurette with the very people from the DC uh, universe, including Dan DiDio, who I've had on this show on many a time when I've gone to Fan Expo. They talk about, you know, the, the Elseworlds in, in the DC universe, you know, and, and how that's gone over the years, where it came from, and then many different versions of your favorite heroes. There's also a featurette on calculated assets. This is the making of the gods and monsters featurette. It's nice to see a making of featurette. A lot of these direct video releases, they have all these featurettes, but rarely do they ever talk about making the thing that I just watched. The only trouble with this, and and I've seen this before, is the, the, the producers, Bruce Tim and company, they all talk about the challenges to making this and making a Justice League animated feature that that that's you know, a little bit off the beaten path, but there's nothing with the voice actors. They, they don't get no segments in the behind the scenes, nothing. And, and I think that's, come on, really? Can you not give them a little bit, but no, no, no love for the voice actors in this. They don't care about them. It's just about the story. Uh, you get a, a new gods, a new gods vintage featurette. This is a great little kind of refresher on the new gods and apocalypse and, all that with lots of clips from previous DC uh, animated stuff from, from the old Superman animated series and from Justice League. So that that's kind of neat. Give you a refresher on the new gods if you haven't heard of them before. And from the DC vault, we get two bonus cartoons. We get an episode of the Legion of Superheroes where the son of Zod in, invades. And then you get an episode from Superman the animated series. Where it's when where Lois gets sent into an alternative dimension, where it's a Superman without Lois Lane. So that's, uh, you know, a, a a different take on that as well. So you have you have those two, and it's nice to see uh, a Legion episode on Blu-rays. I don't know if they've ever released that show as a complete season on DVD. I think a while back they had some individual releases, but it's been a long time. And it's one of those animated shows that kind of came and went, and I'd love to see a complete collection of that in the near future. Yeah, overall, this is uh, another different look on the Justice League. A very dark, uh, sometimes semi-disturbing look at, at the big three, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Could I see this working as an animated series? Yes. Uh, how they bring in the rest of the DCU? I don't know. I mean... They've killed off some characters <laughs> that could possibly be in it, so I don't know. But it, it would be it would be a, a neat look to see uh, of some of the other characters in this universe where things are considerably darker and and a lot more deadly. And then by the end of this movie, the, the big three decide that maybe you know being so violent, maybe <laughs> we can tone down killing people. And just doing justice another way. So that there is an evolution to the characters to a certain extent. So that is my take of Justice League God and Monsters on Blu-ray DVD Combo Pack. Courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Video.
Looking over the skyline of the city How loud quiet nights in the midst of crime How next door to happiness lives sorrow And signals of solution in the sky A city of justice A city of love A city of peace For every one of us We all need it Can't live without it A Gotham City Oh yeah How steep in awake because of fear Oh yeah How children are drowning in their tears How we need a place where we can go A land where everyone will have a hero A city of justice Yeah my book review for this episode is Batman Arkham Universe, the ultimate visual guide by Matthew K. Manning, courtesy of DK Publishing. Now, of course, recently the, 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 the Batman Arkham Knight came out uh, for your PS4 and your Xbox One. I haven't had a chance to play that recently because I, you know, when, the, when I had that little experiment with the Xbox One, that game wasn't out yet, so I kind of missed out on that. I'm hoping to play it, but in the meantime, I thought, let's get caught up with the, with the DC, with the Batman Arkham universe. Now, this book kind of falls on the heels of that. The, the main part of the book is following the three games before, Batman Arkham Asylum, uh, Batman Arkham City, and Batman Arkham Origins, where we get a, a very interesting look at the Dark Knight. This this is a, a really cool visual guide. It goes through the all three of these games and touches a bit on, on the fourth one, but very loosely, and gives you kind of the, the look at the, the Batman universe through these games. Throughout all these pages, you get the many different looks of the game, the history of each of the characters. There are some gorgeous two-page spreads in this that really kind of highlight just how good this game looked. And what really made these games work is not only did you have just a really nice, dark, cinematic view of The Dark Knight, you also had Kevin Conroy, who who did the voice of Batman in the animated series, reprise his role as the Cape Crusader in this, and Mark Hamill... Uh, did the voice of the Joker for the for those three games. Now, he, after the end of Origins, he's kind of said, I'm retiring the Joker after this. I am not don't want to do him anymore. I've been doing him for 20-plus years. So we'll see how long that holds. But yeah, so you had this stunning visual, and yet you had iconic voices behind the characters. Now, I played all three of the previous games, and I've always liked them. They, they had a, a nice mix of... Um, story action and i i love the jumping back and the the combat fighting so i really wanted so a book based on those games was a really cool idea now with this it, it's really a nice breakdown you not only get a look at at batman himself but you get a look at the the um the Batcave, all the various characters and what is even cool is is they give you a look at at every suit you can get 
for Batman in all three and possibly four games. So it's really neat. You say, wow, these are all the unlockable bat suits I can get for the game. And yeah, apparently that is. And that's pretty cool. As I mentioned, Kevin Conroy, he actually does provide a foreword in the book, which is really cool and talks about how we got the role of Batman and, and at a very interesting encounter he had with a street person. That's really cool that they got Kevin Conroy to do the forward. And he talks in it briefly about the impact that this character has had on him. Also, we get an introduction as well by the author of said book. So that that's kind of neat. Uh, I, I like when they do celebrity forwards like that. Overall, this is a really neat book. Now, I caution you, if you do read this book, this will give out a give away a lot of plot points from those games. So if you haven't played these games before, and you really should, it's a bit spoilery uh, for some of the plot developments because it goes through each of the characters and and kind of gives a lot away to what you play in the game. So if you haven't played these games before, I would caution the book because it may spoil some of the surprises and plot twists within the games. If you have played these games before, it's it's a really nice look back onto the three of them going, oh yeah, yeah, that happened with that character in this one, that happened with that character in that one. Uh, for the two-page spreads alone, it really shows off just the gorgeousness of the game. And, and I honestly can't wait one day to play this on a next-gen system because, you know, I've had a taste of Xbox One. I know how good the graphics can be in the gameplay, and I'm really curious to see how well this franchise fits on that hardware. So that that really is neat. And and I love the the look at the bat suits. When you go through these pages you go, "Holy crap, there are that many unlockable characters within the three possibly four games." That is pretty awesome. It really want to makes me want to go back and go, "Jeez, how many of those costumes did I get when I played them?" Cuz I I can't remember honestly. Uh, as a companion piece for the for the game, this book really works. I mean, you get details on some of the secondary characters that I possibly remember playing the games, but but not completely. Of course, a good look at all the villains within each all three of the games that Batman encounters, and all the allies that that he encounters as well. So it's pretty. It's a really good in depth look. Kind of makes me wonder that the, the probably and, and sometime in the not too distant future there'll be an updated one that will maybe have more of the Arkham Knight stuff in it. I feel that this this book kind of touches on it, but it it doesn't go too much into it because obviously they don't want to spoil the the gameplay for people who haven't played that game yet. And I guess he's figuring, well, you know, the other three games have been out for a while, so if you haven't played them yet, well, you know, that's your problem. Uh, so that's it. So overall, uh, a fun companion piece to to the games and, and, and worthy of, of any kind of Batman book in your collection. So that is my take of Batman Arkham Universe, the ultimate visual guide, courtesy of the great folks at DK Publishing. That's going to wrap things up for this episode of Ramble with Russell. Thank you all for listening. As always, you can get in touch with me in a number of ways. You can check me out on Twitter. I'm Rambling Russ on Twitter. R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-R-U-S-S. 
tweet me and I tweet you back. I appreciate all the favorites and retweets I get on Twitter. Thank you very much for those. You can check me out on my original homepage on the internet. That's at http full colon backslash backslash rambling russ r-a-m-b-l-i-n-g-r-u-s-s dot libsyn dot l-i-b-s-y-n dot com. That's my original home on the internet where I have all the shows from May of 2006 right up until August 2013. And so you can catch all my older episodes there, anything from August 13 on. Of course, check me out right here on TalkShoe. I'm show 18411. That is my ID where you'll find all fresh episodes of this very show. Also check me out on Facebook. Just type in Ramble Russell in the Facebook search engine. You'll find me there on Facebook. Check my Facebook and Twitter feeds. I often put cover art for many of the books and videos that I review on this show, especially the DK stuff, because your cover art is really good. And uh, check me out on iTunes in the iTunes store under podcast. Just look for Ramble Russell there. Coming up on future episodes of the show, man, I'm telling you, August is just a busy month for me, and September ain't going to look any less busy. Um, making my way through currently both uh, season two of The Blacklist on a Blu-ray, courtesy of Sony, and season five of The Walking Dead, courtesy of Anchor Bay Home Entertainment. I'll be making my way through those seasons. Hopefully, I'll have reviews for those in the near and not-too-distant future. As well, I uh, make my way slowly through Elementary Season 3, courtesy of Paramount. And I got myself a copy of The Nick, the complete first season on Blu-ray, courtesy of HBO Home Video, and another HBO Cinemax show. So that's all coming up on future episodes of the show. As well, to check out from all my other lovely people, from the great folks Disney, I have How to Get Away with Murder, Season 1 on DVD. That is coming up in the near future. I hope we get through that. As well as uh, Northmen from Anchor Bay, Lambert and Stamp, the, the duo behind The Who, and uh, Suburban Gothic, and Always Watching, both from Anchor Bay. So that's all coming up in future episodes of this show. Video game-wise, I'll be giving you my review of going a little bit back in the world of PC, the P, uh, PS3, for the another retro video game review of Family Guy, Back to the Multiverse. As well, I'll be talking uh, about Lost Planet 2 and The Wolf Among Us, a very interesting game for the PS3 where you're in the very violent world of some of your famous storytelling fables. Also, later this month, hope to get, speaking of fables, get my hands on Once Upon a Time Season 4 on Blu-ray, courtesy of Walt Disney Home Videos. So a lot of stuff coming up in the not too distant future and september there's some really big releases coming out for there as well i'll do my best to get through it for you all i do have a very significant event coming up in september uh for myself so i probably around late september will be taking a show off i will be taking a much needed holiday from the show uh because i work my ass off for you people uh in september so there may be a week there i won't have a show but just one week, give me that, and, and, and I'll be back after that. I'll let you know closer to it, but uh, late in September, when we get closer to the date, I'll let you know what week ain't going to be a show out, because I will just be too, too busy. Trust me on that. But that's in the future. Coming up, of course, next week on Wednesday, I'll be making my way back down to Toronto to attend a another X uh, event for the great folks of Microsoft X15, 
will be at the Sound Academy in Toronto. I've been cordially invited once again this year by the great folks at Veritas. So I'll be heading my butt down there to check out all the latest and greatest games coming up for the Xbox One. And uh, I'll be going down there. I'll check out some games, talk to some talk to some software developers and game people, and I'll have a show for you uh, in the near future. That may be a, a very rare and uh, Ramble Russell extra on next week during next week so we'll have probably the regular show and then maybe i'll throw in the the um the x15 as an extra for next week or or the week yeah for next week so keep that in mind that may be an extra episode in itself in the not too distant future i keep keep watching the feeds and and you'll see keep checking in here and and um, talk to you and we'll see what come out because that 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 will be a separate show itself. I, I can't group that with just regular reviews. Too much to talk about. That is it for me. I rambled on enough for you people, and we'll catch you next time right here on Ramble with Russell. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.